Every day, people are victims of identity theft, and boy, what a nightmare. Oh, it is horrible, but there are ways to outsmart those credit card scammers. And, and this, this is Chick to Chick. So as we mentioned, identity theft, nightmare situation. I have not, knock on wood, wherever there is around me, have not had anything major, but I've had dumb things like, you know, someone using my Amazon account and I've had to, you know, prove that that wasn't me. I, I had someone take my debit card, not my physical debit card, but I'd used it at a gas station and somewhere like 500 miles down the road, someone was using it a day later. I'm like, how in the world does this happen? But the point is, I don't think any of us really realize what can happen to cause identity theft. And you, unfortunately, have had a situation happen to you. One bad click. That was it. It was one bad click. And it was so honest, I had no idea. So what happened to me, um, an ad came up on my Facebook page for Wayfair, mm -hmm. right? The so, furniture place or whatever yeah, that is. where you yeah. get stuff, you know. Yeah. So the ad came up for Wayfair and they were advertising patio furniture. And like this deal looked way too good to be true. All I did was I clicked the ad. I thought it was from mm -hmm. Wayfair. And when I started looking at it, like 12 pieces of patio furniture for $69.99, I'm like, yeah, this isn't legit. That's all I did. I didn't give them my information. I didn't give them contact. I, nothing, wow. nothing. So two weeks later, I get a letter in the mail, right? And it said that your application for so-and-so for this credit card has been denied. And I'm like, I didn't apply for this credit card, so I threw it in the garbage can. Here's proof that I threw it in the garbage can. You see all these coffee stains? <laughs> That's I awesome. threw that letter in the garbage can and yeah. thought nothing of it. A few days later, I get another letter. This letter says, your application for your Wayfair MasterCard has been denied. And I'm like, I didn't apply for a Wayfair MasterCard. Wow. So now I'm going, okay, something is up. So I go and fish this out of the garbage can. And what happened next was a nightmare of phone calls, this, that, calling the bank, doing all of these things. Ugh. I immediately, though, I immediately called all three of those credit reporting bureaus, TransUnion, um, Equifax, Experian. I immediately put a freeze on all of my accounts because mm. I knew what to do to stop this. It didn't stop the scammers, but it stopped them from opening credit cards in my name. Um, and a lot of people don't know how to do that. Yeah. And so we thought, what a great podcast. And that brings us to our guest today. John Sansonito is the CEO of INA. John, thanks for coming on our podcast today. John, what is INA? Uh, INA stands for Information Network Associates. Uh, we are a private investigative and security consulting firm headquartered in Harrisburg. John, you heard my story. You know my story because you're one of the people who I called when this started happening to me and I was totally freaked out. John, it was one click. It was it was a it was a fake website for Wayfair. That was my mistake. But how do people how do you know whether the website's legit or not legit? It looked legit to me. 
Uh, this happens to millions of Americans every year. And in fact, it's happened to me as well. Uh, so, so everyone's information is compromised. It's just a matter of whether or not the bad guys have got around to using that compromised information. Uh, there are, you know, you hear about hacks all the time in the news and you hear about millions or billions of records being stolen and shared on the dark web. Most of us don't make the connection that some of those records are ours. Uh, and there's been almost every major institution has had some kind of data breach at, at some point um, from social media sites to financial institutions to healthcare uh, centers. Uh, our information is out there. It's only a matter of whether or not the bad guys have gotten around to trying to scam uh, and use our name and commit identity theft on us. Gotcha. So Flora said she was prepared. She knew what to do. What are the first steps that people should take the moment they realize that someone is doing something fraudulent in their name? The first thing you should do is contact the institution uh, in which you think has compromised your account or which a new a credit card has been taken out in or a fraudulent account or, or charge has been made. Contact that institution right away. Be careful, however, in clicking on links and emails and other things. You may get an email and say your account was compromised. Do not click on that link. Go out and find the website itself and all the major uh, credit card companies and other things have a number or an email address in which you can, can contact them from. Do not follow the one that was sent to you because that in itself could be a fraudulent attempt. If you simply turn your credit card over, there's a phone number on the back in which you can call uh, to report a lost card or a fraudulent activity. Use that number. Um, that is much more secure than, than most means in order to do that. The second thing you need to do is once you have all the facts, log all of the activity that occurs. Make sure you keep a detailed log of everyone you talk to and exactly what you did. And then third, contact your local police department and report it to them. Um, a lot of agencies will want a police report on file to show that it's not actually a fraudulent attempt to, to scan the credit card companies by you. And, and John, as I pointed out, I contacted Experian, TransUnion and uh, Equifax. And so I put a freeze on all of my accounts. So if I want to open up a new credit card, I can't because I froze my account and then I would have to unfreeze it. But doesn't that also prevent the bad guys from doing that as well because my accounts are frozen. It does. It allows them to at least uh, flag those accounts as being fraudulent and allow the, the organizations to know. Uh, but there's other things that people can do with your personal identifying information, um, which uh, maybe, uh, you know, use that to, to try and apply for other credit cards or to apply for credits and walk out of a store with an item immediately before they actually hit the credit bureaus. But that is a very good step in which to do. And if you do that, the, the credit card companies will ask for a verification once a new account was formed. It gets you immediate notification that something is going on and allows you to, a chance to dispute that before the charges actually are applied. Okay, so walk us through. I know you have some really good information um, that you can share with all of us. Walk us through some of the things that we need to understand and know. Sure. There are a number of things that you can do uh, to help protect yourself. I'm going to walk you through some of those things. Okay, so I, I pulled up some sample fraudulent uh, phishing emails that were sent to, to um, my place of employment or, or others that I know. Um, but there are a couple of red flags that you can notice about this. Um, first of all, the email address itself. So the email address that was used by the subject, actually, if something was sent by Microsoft, it wouldn't have an at outlook.com email address. 
anyone can apply for an Outlook email address. All they have to do is go to Microsoft and you can set up a free account. It's the Microsoft's version of Google, like, like Google has Gmail, Microsoft has Outlook accounts. So just because it says Outlook does not mean at any means that it's legitimate, but most people will affiliate uh, Outlook with Microsoft. So they'll figure that it might be somehow related. But in fact, it actually would come back with a Microsoft email address extension, not uh, an Outlook uh, extension on the email address itself. The other thing is that you can look for grammar and uh, and spelling errors. A lot of times these emails are uh, generated from foreign countries um, who have only a mild understanding of the English language. You will notice that some of the things have typos in them or the wording is a little bit off than what Americans would usually use in their language. So there are some red flags in there, such as the one th that's on the screen. Um, here's another one that was sent to an employer. Um, this was actually sent to, to my employer here at, at INA. Um, it was sent to the HR department, trying to get my HR department uh, to tell them that I changed banking information and that I needed my direct deposit rerouted to my new bank. Um, but uh, a couple of things that uh, are red flags. Immediately, you can see that uh, they use this life so easy 56 at gmail.com account. I can assure you I've never been affiliated with that uh, email account. It was something they made up. And, you know, the, the our email server automatically puts up this notice to say that an email came from an outside source. It's not an internal email. That should be a red flag to say, why wouldn't I use my company email to make this request? Why would I send it from a personal email account? Also, there the, the body of the email is strangely worded. Um, it has some unusual writing and wording within it. If somebody were to read that, it should be uh, a little bit different uh, from any correspondence they've ever had from me. And obviously, it didn't have our usual company uh, email extension or uh, signature block within the, the, the item itself. Um, here's a version that came by text. Uh, this is uh, I got this text message on my personal phone. Um, basically, it was saying that your PSCCU account is under review, securely measures. Uh, but you can see even here, if you look at it, um, they they don't have it don't does not link out to a PSECU. It links out to a PESCU. So they created a vicious uh, account that made it look like close enough to PSECU, where people would would immediately think that that's legit. If I had clicked on that link, it would have brought me to a phishing website, probably asked me to log on and try to get my banking information, and then my account would have been cleaned out by the by the end of the day. So if you suspect that your email account may have been been uh, uh, compromised or if you'd like to just check and see which data breaches it has been, uh, there is a website that you can go to. And this is a legitimate website. I would highly suggest that your, your viewers go to this website. It's called haveibeenpwned.com. Um, pwned is actually a slang term for owned. Um, it goes to video gaming, console talk. Um, and uh, But the, the phrase is used, uh, it's kind of a slang word that's used in online community. So if you go to this website, and I, I put the website out to the left, if you go to that website and you put in your email address, they're not going to ask you for anything other than your email address. But if you put that in, it'll tell you all the database, all the data breaches in which your email address was compromised. And by looking at that, it'll give you a good idea of whether, whether or not your accounts have been compromised. And if you read on, it'll tell you whether or not they got your actual passwords or whether or not they just mined data that had to do with your username uh, or what kind of information was actually compromised because a, a data breach covers a lot of things. They don't always get all your personal information, but what they do is they piece together bits and pieces of information from multiple breaches in order to commit uh, a crime against you. 
John, this is such great information as we're running out of time here and to wrap things up. What's your final message to everyone? I think that you need to be very careful while you're out there uh, and, and shopping. Be careful, be suspicious. Um, if you're going to a website to shop, make sure that it's actually a legitimate website. Um, it should have HTTPS at the beginning of it. If, and if it's not, if the S is not on there, it means it's not a secure website. It, it's not encrypted. Your data is not going to be encrypted as you're transmitting your credit card information. So always make sure that the website address starts with the HTTPS. It does not mean that that is a secure website. It does mean that it's encrypted. Um, but uh, but the bad guys will also register and use HTTPS websites as well. Um, but don't use your credit card or put your credit card into a site that doesn't have an S on the end. Even if it does, though, make sure that you're on a legitimate site. There are a lot of people out there that are thinking about nothing other than how to get your money. Um, be careful out there. Do not use public Wi-Fi while you're doing banking or other things. If you enter in a password on an unencrypted public Wi-Fi, then bad guys can intercept that. It's done out in the open. It's not encrypted. So be careful where you, you use that, where you shop, and look at your bank statements and look at your credit cards and your uh, your um, uh, your credit on a regular basis to make sure that nobody's opening up fraudulent accounts in your name or making fraudulent accounts uh, charges against your credit card. John? A wealth of information, Holy all smokes, great yes. information. Wow. It's scary, but thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, and again, with my situation, I should have known. I mean, this deal that came up on my Facebook, it was just too good to yeah, be true. Yeah, but you didn't do anything more than I see just it and clicked, clicked it. it. So I clicked it. You didn't, That's all I did. Is it frightening? But as he said... They just get a morsel of information yeah. and try to go with it. They got my email address and tried to open up a credit card. And then they said, oh, well, this is not matching up. We didn't get all of the right information. And that's how the whole thing stopped. But yeah, it was just it, this deal. It was too good to be true. And well, I just clicked it. I was speechless, if you noticed. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Which tells you a lot. This was incredible information. I, too, am going to go back and rewatch this podcast. And I'm going to make some notes because it was fantastic. It was so, great. We are so happy that you were with us today. We bet you're happy about it, too. We hope you go over to our YouTube page, Chick to Chick YouTube. Like and subscribe until we are back to chirp about another topic.